I really hope that you enjoy this Sammy story. Please check out MostlyMusic.com for a couple of other stories that are not available on either the podcast or Pirkei Hotline. Also, check in your local bookstore for When the Ice Melts or The Chip, both written by Rabbi Yechesko Yudkowsky. Now sit back and relax, or actually sit forward and laugh <laughs> for the next Sammy adventure. It was time for secular studies in school, and the boys came in from recess, from their lunch recess, and they were talking and schmoozing, and of course there were some people throwing the ball back and forth. Nussin, did you just hit that light? Sorry, Mrs. McGillicuddy, I'm, I'm sorry, I, I, didn't, I didn't mean it. Hey, Yikusil. Yes, Avrami? I heard you had a party at your house last night. Oh, yeah, I had a siyam. My brother made a siyam on Mishnayis. He finished all Mishnayis. No, no, not all Mishnayis. He finished Meseches Yivamis. Wow, that's a big accomplishment. Yeah, I'm making a siyam on Ritz Hashem on Seder Moed next week. I'm going to invite the whole class. Well, almost the whole class. Meanwhile, Maishi was talking to Yoni. Yoni, I went to the dentist and he almost inked out my entire face. What? Yeah, I was sitting in the chair and he took this big tool and, and he started to go into my mouth and he took my tooth and he started to pull and pull and I don't know what was going on. I couldn't see because it was inside my mouth. I can't see inside my mouth. Uh, yeah, I know. I know you can't see Maishi inside your mouth. I can't either. Oh, really? Okay, anyway. And it was crazy. Mama, she pulled so hard. And I felt as if my tooth and my whole jaw was going to come out of my mouth. Well, does your mouth hurt still? Actually, Baruch Hashem, I took a lot of Advil and Tylenol, and now it doesn't hurt. But last night I had trouble sleeping. Elchanan was talking to Zisha. Zisha. Zisha, I am going on vacation. My family, we're going to Eretz Yisrael. Really? How'd you, how, how'd you work that out? My father, you know, we, we did the Ura raffle. Yeah. And my father won the, 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 the one that has tickets for seven to Eretz Yisrael. Wow, you are so lucky. You're going to Eretz Yisrael. What, what are you going to do there? I, I don't know. I, I guess we'll go to the Kosel. And what else? What else is there to do in Eretz Yisrael? What? What else is there in Eretz Yisrael? You can, you can, like, there's so many, there's so many places you can buy pita and, and shawarma and, 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 like, all those geschmacka things. And, and I think that, I think that, um, Mrs. McGillicuddy called the class to order. <clears throat> I would like everyone to sit down and make sure they're quiet and take out your homework. And the sound in the room was now just of shuffling papers, scraping chairs, some boys muttering under their breath. I'm going to come around and collect your homework papers to uh, be able to grade them. Make sure they're on your desk. And Mrs. McGillicuddy started to walk around the room collecting homework papers from each individual. And she arrived at Yossi's desk. Yossi? Yossi? Where's your homework? Um, I didn't do it. You didn't do it? No, Mrs. McGillicuddy, I didn't do my homework. Well, in that case, I'm going to have to give you a zero. Sammy? Um, is it possible, perhaps, maybe, that my Rebbe doesn't let... Excuse me? Uh, my Rebbe, Rebbe Gold, he, 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 he doesn't let. Do you mean that Rebbe Gold doesn't let Yossi do his homework? No, no. I mean, 
Rabbi Gold doesn't let you give a zero to Yossi. Why not? Why is Yossi so special, Mrs. Gilkadi asked? He's a student in the room, and the rule is you have to do your homework. If you don't do your homework, you get a zero on the homework. My Rebbe doesn't let. Abrumbi, finally, annoyed, spoke up. Sammy, what are you talking about? I'm in the classroom too, and I know all that the Rebbe said, except for that time that you fell asleep. Sammy, I didn't fall asleep, I just had my head on my desk. But anyway, I listened to the Rebbe, and the Rebbe never ever said that Yossi can't get a zero. You want Yossi to get a zero, Sammy asked Abrumbi? No, I don't want him to get a zero, but what are you talking about? Let me explain. You remember, we were learning in, we were learning in Mishnayis? Yeah. Sanhedrin? Yeah. And it says in the Mishnayis, the idea we learned about? Which idea? Ein Adam Mesim Atzmai Russia. Mrs. McGillicuddy said, Excuse me? Oh, am I, am I in your way? Do you want to get by? Sammy asked. No, no, no. That's not what I meant. I, I, I meant, I meant, what are you talking about? Well, Ein Adam Mesim Atzmai Russia means a person cannot be believed to say something about themselves that turns themselves into a Russia. A rash? Mrs. McGillicuddy asked. Why would anyone turn themselves into a rash? No, 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 no. A Russia is an evil person. Are you saying that Yossi is an evil person? For not doing his homework? No, that's not what I meant. But, um, ah, um, I meant that, that ain't Adam Mesim Atzmo Russia. That a person can't make himself into an evil person by, by his words. How am I treating him like an evil person? Well, you're giving him a patch. I'm giving him a patch? What's a patch? It's a smack. I did not touch Yossi. Don't ever say that. I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I, I don't, I, I, yeah, yes, that's true, Sammy said. But when Yossi comes home from school, and his parents find out he got a zero on homework, what's going to happen? He's going to get a patch. And the Torah says, about a person who gets hit, a person who receives malchus, you know what the Torah calls him? A Russia. So if Yossi goes home and gets a patch, he's going to be a Russia. And then, if Yossi says he didn't do his homework, so you're letting him become a Russia. And ain't on the Mesa Moscow Russia, you can't have a person become himself a Russia, make himself into a Russia. Avrami said, Sammy, let me get this straight. Because he said he didn't do his homework, his father's going to patch him. Or maybe his mother. Okay, or maybe his mother. And because of that, he's going to be like a Russia. And so therefore, we can't believe him to say that he didn't do his homework because that will make him become a Russia. And you can't believe a person to make him become a Russia. Exactly. Wow. Sammy, that, that really, that was acrobatics. To figure that out, I don't know how you figured that out. Yeah, I know. It wasn't a compliment, Sammy. Avrami, please stop, please stop talking. Sammy, this is not your business. Yossi doing his homework or not doing his homework, getting a zero or not getting a zero is not really your business. I don't even know why I was talking to you about it. We need to move on. I need to move on. Is it possible it is my business? Excuse me? Well, it is my business. Why? Did your rabbi tell you this too? Did your, did your, did your rabbi, Rabbi Gold, tell you this also? Actually, no. So then it's not your business. It is. I mean, I mean, is it possible it is? Why is it your business, Mrs. McGillicuddy asked? 
because the Torah said so. The Torah, you know, the Torah, the, the Bible, it says that it's your business. Yeah, Sammy, as Miguel Cuddy said, I don't know all the Bible by heart. But I know one thing. It doesn't say anywhere in the Bible that Sammy should get involved in Yossi's business. No, of course not. It doesn't say that, Sammy said. It says something else. It says in the Bible, don't stand on your brother's blood. Lo sa'amod al dam re'echa. It's a good thing nobody's bleeding, Mrs. McGillicuddy said. But that's not what I mean. It means don't stand by and watch your brother get killed. If you see a person about to get killed, you have to try to save them. Who's getting killed? Mrs. McGillicuddy asked. Do you know of anyone getting killed over here? Ah. But did you know that the Gemara says that if a person hits someone else, it could be considered, even if they don't die, like they got killed? Really? Who says that? The Talmud. I'm getting really confused. You know what, Sammy? Fine. You don't want Yossi to get a zero? I won't give him a zero. Oh, that's very kind of you. I'm glad to see that you're listening to my Rebbe. <sighs> and Ms. McGillicuddy continued walking around the room, collecting the homework, shaking her head back and forth. <sighs> she already wanted to go home and go to bed for the day. She had just spent so much energy talking to Sammy. The other boys in the class were all schmoozing with each other. Some of them were arguing Sammy's points, if they made sense. Others were arguing if Sammy makes sense ever. And others were saying that this is a good opportunity to waste class time so we don't really have to learn much. And finally, Mrs. McGillicuddy arrived at Nassan's desk. Nassan, she said, where is your homework? Did you do it? And Nassan said with a smile on his face, I did my homework. Well, then why are you not taking it out and putting it on your desk so I can collect it? Well, you see, I did my homework. But my brother, he didn't know it was my homework. And he took it and he made it into a paper airplane. And he threw it into the woods. And it's gone. Ah, <sighs> Miss McGillicuddy said, okay. Well, um, I, I will, I will allow you to, um, uh, be excused today for that. I- I'm going to allow you. Sammy's hand moves up as quick as a lightning bolt, waving back and forth like a tree in a hurricane. <gasps> yes, Sammy. Is it possible that Nelson should get a zero? What? Why? Because Nelson spoke Lashon Hara. I'm sorry. I'm very confused. Well, the thing is that Nassan just said Lashon Hara about his brother. Nassan cut Sammy off. But Sammy, it's true. It's true. Doesn't matter. Even if it's true, it's still Lashon Hara. Nassan replied, not only is it true, but it's for Toeles. It's for benefit. Sammy said, who's Toeles? Your benefit. Not for your brother's benefit. Toeles means for the benefit of the person you're speaking about. And you're saying Lashonar about your brother. And it's not for your brother's benefit, it's for your benefit. 
Ms. McGillicuddy interrupted. I don't really understand. Why are you getting involved in Nussan's business now? Sammy smiled, and he looked up at Mrs. McGillicuddy, and he said, Mrs. McGillicuddy, isn't it true that you're Jewish? Yes, I'm Jewish. But I'm not religious like you. Okay, but I want to give you an opportunity to get Olam Haba. Listen, Sammy, Mrs. McGillicuddy said, finally having enough of this whole conversation. If you continue, I will need to send you to Rabbi Feingold. I'm sorry, Sammy said. When it comes to doing Torah mitzvos, a person has to do it even if it means they get in trouble. So I'm going to have to continue. All right, fine, Ms. McGillicuddy said. Fine, 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 fine. No problem. Okay, 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 fine, fine. Everyone's exempt. Everyone gets zeros and everyone doesn't get zeros. We're done, okay? Let's move on in class. And then Ms. McGillicuddy walked to the front of the room. And she put a math problem on the board and she asked some kids to solve the math problem and the kids ran solve math and then she put nothing on the board and then she said, okay, now I'm going to call on somebody to come up to the board and do the next math problem and she looked at her papers in front of her and she went down the names and she said, and she said, and and where is Yisrael? Yisrael. Oh, he's not here today? Where's Yisrael? Oh, he's absent today. Let me see. Okay, we have, let's put up another problem on the board. Who wants to solve this problem? Yes, Avrami? I don't want to solve the problem. I just want to know, why are we solving your problems? What? You're writing all your problems on the board, and we're supposed to solve it? And everyone in the class laughs. Yes, Aryeh? Um, Ms. McGillicuddy, I, I have a problem with the problem that you wrote on the board. Yes. You forgot to write in some numbers. I did? Right. You see, right over there, you see it says X plus 5. You didn't write what X is. Ugh. You're supposed to figure out what X is. How can I figure out what X is if you didn't write it? I mean, I mean, I don't know what you're thinking. X could be anywhere from one to a billion. Okay, you know what? Everyone do me a favor. And please take out your math books. Open up to page 243 and do problems 3 through 25. Arya, you come to my desk and I will explain it to you. And by the way, for homework tonight, you might as well know that, we're doing page 246, all the even problems. Everyone in the room groans. Math homework? Who likes math homework? Ugh. Especially all the even numbers. Especially the ones you can't look in the back of the book for the answers. Especially the ones that are so hard because they don't give you all the numbers. Nussen groaned. That's going to take hours, he said. Not for Yisrael, Avrami said. Last time, remember a couple days ago, where we had all those math problems? Remember? It only took Yisrael about five or ten minutes to do his math problems. At least that's what his brother told me. The entire class burst out laughing. Everyone knew that Yisrael really had trouble with math. Yisrael wasn't... On his last report card, Yisrael got a D-, and that was only because Mrs. McGillicuddy couldn't find any F's in her alphabet soup. I mean, because Ms. McGillicuddy had mercy, Rachmanus. Sammy stood on his chair. That is Lashon Hara! Mrs. McGillicuddy had enough. Maybe enough of the whole class, but she certainly had enough of Sammy. And she went to the intercom system, and she pressed the button, 
Mrs. Gold? Yes. Could you please send Rabbi Feingold to my room? I'm having some trouble. A few seconds later, Rabbi Feingold was by her room. He had been just down the hall. Ah! How are you, Mrs. McGillicuddy? Shalom Aleichem, class. Aleichem Shalom, Rabbi Feingold, they all said. And Mrs. McGillicuddy said, I am having a problem here. Sammy's being very mm, um, talkative today, and now he is having a fight with Avrami. A fight with Avrami? I mean, Avrami? Yes, he's having a fight with him. I'm not having a fight, Sammy said. I- I'm just arguing with him. Well, that's what I mean. Rabbi Feingold smiles. And he says, you know what, Mr. McGillicuddy? I'll, I'll resolve it. Avrami? Please, could you step in the hall? But Rabbi, it's not my fault. I didn't do anything. All that happened was, just come in the hall. You're not, you're not in trouble yet. I mean, you're not in trouble. Just come in the hall, okay? Sammy? Yes, Rabbi? Could, could you step in the hall also? Okay, but, 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 I, I really didn't do anything wrong today. I was just trying to observe the halacha the best I possibly could and listen to my Rebbe and just come in the hall. It's okay, it's okay. Don't worry. And, and I didn't want to step on anybody's blood. Okay, it's fine. Is anyone bleeding? Everyone okay? Baruch Hashem, everyone's okay. Okay, just, just come in the hall. Let's talk about it. All right. They got into the hall. Ms. McGillicuddy closed the door and she continued to teach and Rebbe Feingold with the two boys, one on his right and one on his left said, okay, tell me what's going on. Avrami said, all that happened was, I said that Yisrael, last time, took his homework five minutes, and, and his brother told me five minutes, and everyone laughed, and then Sammy stood up, and, and what did you say, Sammy? I, I said it was Lashon Hara. Sammy, what's the issue with what Avrami said? Uh, I think what Avrami said was Lashon Hara. Because, he said something ne- negative about Yisrael, and that's Lashon Hara. Because he, he, he said Yisrael really didn't do his homework properly. Um, I hear, I hear. Avrami replied, but it's not Lashon Hara. Why not, Rabbi Feingold asked. Because his brother, Yisrael's brother, told that, that story to us in front of three people. And in front of three people, it's called, it's called... And if somebody says Lashon Hara in front of three people, then it's okay to tell that over to other people. Right, Rabbi Feingold? Ah, Sammy said. Did you listen to the Shmira Salashan experience on the Naki radio? Um, did I listen? Yeah, because there it talks all about Apetlasa. And you're only allowed to say that if it's not hurtful words. But if somebody says really hurtful words in front of three people, you still can't say it. I didn't say anything hurtful, really. All I said was, it, it, it took him very short to do his homework. It, it could be because he was so smart. Yeah, but everyone laughed. Yeah, well, but, 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 that wasn't my, my intention. I, I wasn't trying to say anything negative about, about Yisrael. I, I mean, maybe, perhaps. Hmm. But there's another problem. And what's that? Because it's clear that you can't even say Apetlos on purpose. Right, you're not allowed to like purposely tell people stuff. It's only if you do it, um, if you only do it, um, um, what's it called? The miss, 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 uh, um, um, uh, 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 Do you mean, Rabbi Fangel said, like, Messiah Lefitumo, which means like he just said it by, by, it came out in part of the conversation. Right, that's what I mean. You, you can't like, like purposely say over the information to, to make fun of them, which is kind of what was happening here. I wasn't trying to make fun. Come on, come on, Avrami. Sammy, don't, one second, one second, one second, one second, one second. 
Look, look, I hear what's going on, and it seems to me that there's a that there's an issue. It's like a question in Hilchosanara, and and all right, you know, I I I understand where Sammy's coming from, but Lamaisa, I have to tell Sammy, I was there when Yisrael's brother was talking to the boys. He was talking to. Uh, Rami, and he was talking to Beryl, and he was talking to me. I mean, he wasn't talking to me, but I was there. And the, and and the, his brother, Yisrael's brother, said this this piece of information. I, I was there, and so so I I I think that halacha savapi klasa might apply. Sammy said, Rabbi, Rabbi Feingold, is it possible that um, that it doesn't apply? Why not? Well, because, Rabbi Feingold, you see, um, you were one of the three, right? Yes, that's true. Could I ask you a question? It might be a little bit chutzpahdik. Um, sure, go ahead. Do you speak Lashon Hara? Do I speak Lashon Hara? Yeah, like, like you usually speak Lashon Hara? Chas v'shalom! Ah. Um, can I ask you another question? Sure. Do you have Yirash Shemayim? <laughs> uh, these are really personal questions, Sammy. Um, I hope so. I think so. Mm-hmm. That's the problem. You see, you see. I know that Avrami doesn't. Avrami doesn't. Doesn't what? Um, I, I mean, I didn't mean that. I meant to say. I meant to say when you have Ape Tlasa, and one of the people is known to be a careful not to speak Lashon Hara, and a Yari Shemayim, then Ape Tlasa doesn't count. And therefore, this is not a case of Ape Tlasa. Hmm. Rambam said. These are very complicated halachas. Yeah, I know. I really, I listened, I listened like many times to try to get them, get them, uh, clearer and I wrote down notes and everything. <sighs> you know what, Rabbi Feingold? I, I have an idea. And uh, what's that? Maybe, maybe we could start a shear. A shear? Yeah, maybe we could start a shear in Hilchus I have an even better idea, Rebbe. Yes? Maybe Rebbe, the, the yeshiva, could buy, could buy like Nucky radios for everyone in the class. And every night we'll have homework. They'll have to listen to some of the Shmir Salashan stuff and, and to learn the halachas. And then we'll have a test. Rabbi Feingold, Rabbi Feingold will also listen. And Rabbi Feingold will give us a test. And then we'll learn all of his Lashon And then it'll be a big zechus that Yisrael will get a big zechus for, for, for not knowing how to do mathematics. Because because he doesn't know how to do math, everyone's going to be learning Hilfus Lashon Sammy, what did you just say? I said that Yisrael will get a big zechus for not knowing how to do math because he doesn't know how to do math because he really just doesn't know how to do well. He's really bad at it. And therefore... Sammy, did you look in the mirror today? Um, no, I don't brush my hair in the morning. What I mean is, Sammy, you just said that Yisrael doesn't know how to do math. I did? Oy vey. Rabbi, could I leave school? You don't have to leave school because you said Lashon Hara. Everyone does mistakes. No, I, I don't want to leave school like because I'm being punished. I need to go run to Yisrael's house. I have to ask him for forgiveness. I don't want to forget. You know what? I'll let you call him on the phone. But we also learned an important lesson here, Sammy, right? Yeah, we do. And what's that lesson? I shouldn't talk to the Menahel during Mrs. Miguel Cuddy's class. What? It leads me to speak Lashon Hara. Oh, Sammy, that's not the lesson. Oh, I shouldn't... Oh, me and Avrami shouldn't be in the same class? No, that's not the lesson either. Avrami said, but it's a good, it's a good idea, it's a good idea. 
you know what, guys? Just go back to class and don't speak more Russian horror. And I'll call Yisrael and tell him what happened and ask him for to forgive you guys. And that's the story. Thank you so much for listening to today's story. A special shout out to Schneer Zalman Horowitz, who was our guest visitor for this story. Thanks so much to the fourth grade for being such an awesome audience. And thank you so much for listening to the story. I really appreciate it. And I hope you enjoyed the story.